Welcome back to Unbreakable Latina. This is your host, Melina. I hope you're having a wonderful morning if you're listening to this on May 2nd. Wow, it's May. Time is just flying by. I don't know if it's as I get older or time is just flying by so fast. Like next thing you know, it's going to be Christmas. Um, this week I got back into working out. I decided to work out during my lunch breaks because I always take my lunch because I don't really like going out to lunch. First of all, like it's expensive. Yeah, hay comida en la casa. So <laughs> I take my lunch and half of the time I'll just take it. I'll eat like in freaking 10 minutes because I'm always starving And then the rest of my lunch break is either pachismear or to go on my car and like design some stuff to post on Instagram or I use it to do something for the podcast, make a TikTok. And I decided like, why not go during my lunch break? Uh, One of my coworkers, she works out during lunch and she was like, yeah, I do it every day. And I'm just like, hmm, let me try this. So I did. I think I did three or four days. I can't remember. But it worked out. Um, the workout worked out. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it felt good. I felt super sore. I felt energetic. Um, the only thing is that I did realize this week that I was burning myself out. Like I haven't really taken a break. I went to Mexico. I came back. I had like to do my taxes. I had Easter. Then the next week was Coachella. I had that event I went to. Like it's just been back to back, and work's been extremely busy. And with the podcast and everything, like, literally haven't had any time to just sit there and relax. But the moment that I do, I feel guilty. I know some of you have felt this way because I've seen posts and stuff like that. But um, yesterday, I just felt so drained when I woke up and I had to do some stuff and ran some errands and I just felt like tired like I como si no había dormido like I hadn't slept in days which I probably haven't slept enough because I've been staying up late I've been waking up early and I've just been bam 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 a bunch of things like on my to-do list and I've just been I've been crazy I've been a crazy girl and um yesterday I got home and I was like I'm so tired and I knocked out and I never ever nap unless I'm sick or like behind on my sleep if I traveled but I hadn't traveled I mean I did a couple weeks ago I was just drained I took a nap I woke up and I just came to bed and fell asleep I woke up this morning at like 10 a.m which is not like me Melina's always up at 6 a.m like at the gym taking a walk getting a juice whatever and my mom was like, oh, que bueno que tu, tu cuerpo, like your cuerpo te está pidiendo que you slow down. And I'm like, uh, I don't, I feel bad. Like I could have done all this stuff. I haven't even recorded the podcast. Like I haven't done anything. And I decided because somebody else brought that up to my attention, like you need to rest. And 
my mom did and I've been telling myself like you need a rest like just relax and I just can't relax it's so hard for me and I'm the huge I'm a huge advocate to relax take some time off but I can't listen to my own freaking advice it's always like that but I want to try to get better at just being like it's okay to just lay there and do nothing and watch your favorite show and nap if you want and don't feel guilty when you get up because I always feel guilty Anyways, we're all working on that, girl. So if you're the same way, don't be like that. (laughs) Let's try together to not feel guilty for just resting because it's a struggle. Um, On today's episode, I, I posted a picture of my sister and I from when she was born and from recent, like a couple months ago. And I talked about how our relationship has improved because I stopped being a parent to her and I'm a sister. And for the longest time, I was always like a second mom to her because I was just like super overprotective over her and I didn't understand why. So one of the listeners on Instagram told me that she was the same way and that she did not realize that she was parentified. And I was like, parentified? Like, I've never heard that term. So I started looking into it. Parentification is a phenomenon where children and parents reverse roles in the home. More specifically, parentification occurs when children assume responsibilities that are developmentally inappropriate, such as working as a young age, caring for younger siblings, hiding a parent addiction, cooking, and many others. Although... Parentification does make you become more independent. It also has a lot of negative effects. Um, and people do it without thinking about it. Like parents do it with, it's not a conscious act. Like they don't know that they're creating these issues for their children when they expect them or they ask them to do certain things. I think parentification happens so often in our culture, being first-gen Latinos, and I believe it's just like a generational cycle that keeps happening, and like our parents did, and now they expect us to do, and I don't think that people realize how much it affects you in the future when parents give you all this responsibility as a child and you become like many parents. In many cases, parentification occurs out of necessity. Like parents go to work, they work long hours. So they're like, hey, take care of your younger siblings. So si puedes hacer algo de comer, if you can make something to cook, they'll, they'll teach you young to start cooking and be independent and, you know, go to school on your own, wake up on your own, have your clothes ready. Just do things that, like, a mini adult would do. Like, even helping your younger siblings with their homework because your parents didn't go to school. And now, not only do you have to do your homework, you also have to help your little brother, who's a jerk. I'm just kidding. (laughs) But it's true. Like, you have all this responsibility being a first-gen Latino. And it's just expected. And it's not that our parents wanted to give us all this responsibility. It's just like, that's just the way it was. And I never understood because people would always compliment me like, oh my God, you're so responsible. Oh my God, you're so good with your money. Because I had to be. I had to grow up. I had nobody to like 
come save me if I got in debt. Like, no, I would always be so scared to spend money. Till this day, I'm still working on that. And I was like, wow, like, this really affects you. And I started reading this list. So let me read it to you guys and see if you have gone through this. So here are some signs of parentification. Okay, first, you felt responsible for your siblings or your parent. Your childhood lacked the feeling of play that other kids seemed to have. You felt like you had to be a peacekeeper. You felt like your family wouldn't make it without you. You were giving responsibilities that were not age appropriate. Your childhood consisted of compliments about how good and responsible you were. Your anxiety and depression started young. As an adult, you have issues letting people take care of you or you have an extreme need to feel taken care of with no responsibilities. You tend to be the caregiver in your relationships. You felt like your entire life has consisted of being, of you being of service to others. You find yourself in codependent relationships. So if any of those were a yes to you, a lot of them were yeses to me. And I was like, dang. I have been parentified. Like, this is crazy. And I started reading an article and I was like, whoa, like this happens to me. I always feel like I need to take care of people. I always feel like I don't want anyone else to take care of me. Like, I'm this independent girl. And I think that has been a struggle in me dating because I don't like to be like taken care of and it's hard for me to let that go and I'm learning slowly to be like okay it's okay for someone to take care of me in our culture I feel like parentification is like something that's expected because it's encouraged for children to like get a job to contribute to the family because the family is probably not doing well financially or at a certain age you need to be like helping your mom cook and I mean personally my mom never like made us cook when we were younger but like emotionally we were had to be a little grown up with everything that we've been through like I always felt the need to just kind of take care of myself because I didn't want to cause more problems because we already had so many being a teenager like I got my first job when I was 14 and a half I was tutoring and I thought I was balling but I I always didn't, I never wanted to be a burden to my family because I know financially, like, they weren't doing that great. And that shouldn't have been something that I had to worry about as a kid. So before I recorded this podcast, I mentioned to my sister and my mom if they about this term and I explained what it meant. And I realized that my mom was parentified to the max. Um, she... I think I've talked about before she came here when she was about 14, 15. Um, My grandma was a single mom and my mom was only girl out of seven. So she was a middle child and the only female. So when they came here, my grandma had to work and my uncles that were older were working too. So my mom, she took the role of the caregiver. So she would have dinner for everybody, laundry done. She would take care of the young kids, take them to school. And my mom didn't get to go to school because of that. Like, I always think, what would my mom have done if she was able to go to school? And I'm over here saying like, I was parentified, but my mom was parentified like a lot. 
and she had to grow up and be a mom when she didn't even have these children. They were her her brothers, her little brothers, and she had to take care of them and dedicate so much time to them. And even when they were older, like when we were already little kids, my mom was still taking care of my uncles that were in their 20s. And till this day, she still takes care of them sometimes. So in the article I read, it said that parentified children often give up their personal and emotional needs in order to meet the needs of their parents or younger siblings. More often than not, kids who are parentified suffer from insecure attachment, anxiety, depression, and can be prone to having anger management issues. And when I read the anger management issues, I was like, whoa, like, that's me. Because I used to get so angry uh, at my little sister. Like, I'd be like, oh, you don't appreciate anything. Like, I had to do so much to do this. And I would, like, guilt trip her for no reason and it wasn't her fault like it was the way I grew up the way I had to grow up I had to grow up faster like and I was always so overprotective of my sister ever having to feel how I felt when I was growing up like I just wanted to shelter her and in doing that I ended up like whoa not me crying again by sheltering her so much, I ended up causing this, like, tension between us and, like, we'd always be fighting and I hated it and I'm so glad that we're over it. I mean, we fight here and there like any other siblings do, but back then we used to be, like, throat to throat all the time and I'd be like, you better respect me and you have to do what I say you have to do. And she'd be like, you're not my mom. You can- you're not the boss of me. That was her favorite line when she was little, but... I realized that a lot of my anger came from the fact that I had to grow up fast and I had to act like an adult. And I, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say like, oh my God, I was never a child, but I had to grow up very fast and I don't think it was fair. And then I think back at my parents and they had to grow up fast. And you don't realize how much this affects you until you start learning about it and talking about it and just starting that topic of conversation. Another thing I did read on the article is that parentification can occur in a variety of settings. Like, for example, being a first-gen Latina, not all of our parents um, speak the English language, and you always have been that language um, bridge between your parents and the outside world by being exposed to information that's beyond our years, like taxes, your FAFSA, bills, debt, legal problems, medical issues. So your parents are like, oh, ayúdame a hablar con el doctor or whatever. And you get all this stress as a kid and then you realize like your your parents are in debt or whatever it is. And they don't realize what they're doing to us. And they're just adding this level of stress that a kid should not have to go through. So there are two types of parentification. There's emotional and instrumental. Emotional is when the child becomes a parent's like counselor, emotional caretaker. Let's say your parents are going through divorce and your your mom or dad like cries to you and like just oh my god I had a terrible day at work like you become like their little therapist and although 
family is meant to be there for you for a child it's like it's a little too much for a kid and then instrumental parentification is when a child engages in functional responsibilities such as physical labor housework cooking cleaning taking care of younger siblings and just having other adult responsibilities, which is not bad all the time. But when it's expected for a child, depending on the age, it has to be age appropriate as well. Because everybody has to fend for themselves. Sure, a child should have to clean. It's not The kid is not just going to not learn how to do stuff. But if it's like a young kid and they're caring for like their younger siblings, let's say like a seven-year-old's caring for like their three-year-old, like that's a little excessive. And parentification can arise from different situations from like divorce, having immature parents, having unavailable or depressed parents, parents with attachment trauma, death of a parent or sibling, having an alcoholic parent or a drug addict parent, someone who's sick, Um, mental illness. So if you can relate to any of these situations that I talked about, um, the steps to heal, most important, like I always recommend therapy because I didn't realize how much responsibility I took as a teenager with my family. And when I went to therapy, I did realize that I'm not responsible for everybody's emotions and not responsible for everyone being okay. Um, tell your story, talk to people. I am so good at like opening up with my friends and people that I meet about things I've been through and it helps, it helps to talk about it. Learn how to prioritize yourself and put yourself first. Take time for yourself. Grieve the childhood that you didn't have. Think of things that you wanted to do as a child that you couldn't because you were too busy being a little mini adult and do those things. Like one goal for me is to learn how to swim. I never got to learn how to swim. I still don't know how to learn to swim. So I think that it's scary to think about learning because I feel like I should have done this as a child, but you know, heal that inner child and do things that you didn't get to do as a child because of whatever circumstances that you had to go through. Set boundaries with your parents and with others. Um, One thing that I have learned, like, with my mom, because I've always been, like, I always tell her, oh, si, pal Facebook, luego, luego aprendió. Like, she learned Facebook right away, but when it comes to, like, finances and doing stuff on the computer, she's like, ay, yo no sé cómo hacer eso. And just little by little, I've been teaching her how to like transfer money from one account to the other on her phone and access her bank accounts and just do like small things. And honestly, like I know she likes learning and I like teaching her because it's like one less responsibility that I have because I've always been that for my parents. I know my brother has done and my sister also as well, which is it's not a burden, but also like. At the same time, it's like you need to give them their independence. You need to give your parents their independence into like learning how to do stuff because you're not always going to be there. Like they're going to have to fend for themselves just like they're not always going to be there for us. We have to fend for ourselves. And when you come from the culture that we come from, like you owe so much to your parents. But at the same time, it's like I also need to take care of myself. So create boundaries with your parents or with your family members, whatever it is. I also have started 
helping my mom like she's done it too where let's say she needs some paperwork from somewhere she gets it in spanish so she could understand the words and my mom knows how to speak english but her primary language is spanish and she is better at spanish and so tell your parents to get stuff in spanish so they could understand it and you don't have to translate it um forgive your parents um I forgive my parents because I don't think they knew what they were doing because the same thing happened to them. They were forced to grow up. They were forced to be parents to their siblings and we just have to break those generational curses. I completely forgot to talk about, I, I missed my notes, but um, I read a list also of signs of parentification and how it affects you and I could relate to a lot of these. Um, you struggle to ask for help, perhaps even thinking that reaching out is a sign of weakness, um, high sense of self-resilience, being highly responsible at a young age. Your self-esteem is tied into how responsible, disciplined, and well-behaved you are. You have a difficult time letting loose or having fun, feeling accountable for being a peacemaker when others have conflicts, being a caregiver for feels good even when it comes to the expense of your own well-being, feeling like you had a lost childhood, never feel that your efforts are appreciated by others, heightened sense of empathy, difficulty with trust in relationships, and the need to feel at control at all times, and being a people pleaser. So let's educate people and start those conversations about parentification and just heal yourself if you've been through this. And that's all I have for you guys today. So I hope you have a great week. I just want to thank everybody for rating, reviewing, and subscribing to the podcast. Today I checked um, Spotify podcasts and I have 200 ratings and I have 116 on Apple podcasts. Thank you for taking the time to rate the podcast. It really means so much to me. Like I can't even believe I have this much, these many ratings. Like pinch me, please because it doesn't feel real but it is it's so real i'm so thankful for all you guys uh welcome if you're a new listener i know a lot of you have reached out recently and i just i'm so happy to be on this journey with you guys i hope you have an amazing week don't forget to follow me on instagram at unbreakable latina and tiktok and most recently on twitter at latina podcast I have been trying to tweet, so follow me on there too. Bye.